welcome to the Joys of Marketing podcast. We are your hosts, Becky and Lindsay, founders and directors of Coaching by Zebra. We are super passionate about helping business owners just like you to make your ambitions a reality through the perfect balance of mindset and marketing. Are you ready to have fun, build a business that thrives and step into the role of CEO? We're here to help you get there. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Joys of Marketing. So today we are tackling a topic that comes up with many entrepreneurs and that is streamlining and decluttering your business. So if that sounds like something you might need to do, please uh, stay tuned for the rest of this episode. We all love a spring clean and a declutter at home when things feel a bit chaotic. I know Linz and I definitely do. Um, or sometimes, you know, it just feels like there's too much stuff going on and everything feels quite cluttered. And it's exactly the same in business. So, so often business owners tend to spread themselves too thinly and feel like they need to be everywhere all at once. And hopefully this is relating to some people because this episode will help you in a couple of ways just to redirect your focus and your efforts in the right places and work out what you actually need to be doing. Yes, the key is in that actually need to be doing. (laughs) Because yes, so often entrepreneurs fall into this trap uh, we'd kind we'd talk about it as like that kind of shiny object syndrome, <laughs> you know, where you get distracted by constantly feeling like, oh, there's something new to try, or oh, there's someone new to be, or maybe it's that, oh my gosh, I've got to do this because I'll be missing out, or I could miss sales by not doing it, or I could miss an opportunity if I'm not everywhere. And it's actually, you know, sometimes worrying that you're thinking, if I'm not all over those social media platforms or at every single networking event or catching up with everyone all of the time you will be missing something but the actual truth (laughs) is that this just leads to reduced productivity and makes you sporadic it can also make you actually be really inconsistent with your activity or with your business because you will end up feeling falling in and out of love with it more often because everything feels quite chaotic yeah, and it's it is so easily done. Um, because we know there are so so many people, businesses out there advertising events and social media is constantly evolving. It can be really hard to know where to put yourself for maximum impact. Um, it would be easy to jam pack your calendar with networking events every day of the week, breakfast, um, business breakfast type meetings, things like that. You could be at them all of the time, as well as all of the online places, especially when some of those events are now virtual as well. It's, you know, so easy to overcommit. But we're going to go through a couple of practical things that you can do to streamline and to be more efficient. Um, And the first thing to do, which is key to all of that, is just identifying your core strengths. Identify the areas that you value the most. Identify what you what you bring to your business in terms of value and where your customers are as well. Because honestly, it's if you're feeling a bit cluttered at the moment, it's time to focus on what 
truly matters in your business. And that's to do with your core values, your strengths and your customers. Yeah, like you literally might want to play this podcast back with a piece of big paper and put things like core strengths in a bubble, areas you value most, where your customers are hanging out and just suddenly just take an hour, honestly, an hour of your time to declutter your business in this way because you can't excel alone in every aspect of your business. Like we're here for you, we cheerlead you, but that is just not possible. (laughs) And if you're spreading yourself too thinly, the truth is you're probably not going to be doing all of it that great anyway um you know so it's it is time to work out what tasks don't match match your strengths in order to streamline figure out what takes up a lot of your time because we speak about getting help in the form of outsourcing sometimes because we know this works it doesn't always mean another human or even a freelancer or whoever Because it might be that you're not ready for that, but it could be things like an accounting software or an app for your receipts, you know, that we're going to help with your bookkeeping. It could be Google Drives. It could be, you know, diary keeping, other programs that will help you track workflows or holidays for your team members if you're managing a team. Just freeing up some of your time, but also your energy, your mental energy, your mental capacity from some of those manual tasks you do is going to be the key to decluttering and make yourself, you're just going to make yourself feel so much better. Definitely. And of course, if you are ready, depending on the size of your business and where you're at, hiring experts in their relevant fields is a game changer, whether that's for a one-off task or whether it's for something you're struggling with on an ongoing basis or whether it's just for extra support in things that you don't particularly enjoy doing in your business. and. I think one thing we would say is don't rule that out wherever you're at right now because it might be more affordable than you think. And if you are paying for something to be done that's going off your plate, can you be generating more sales with your strengths, with that extra capacity is the question to always ask. But actually taking that step to outsource something to someone else, no matter what it is, is a real CEO move to make because it will make you feel like you're doing something to grow your business. And we are all about helping you to do things that will grow your business. So it can, you know, from a mindset perspective, really help you feel like you're taking a big step. Even if you're just, you know, asking for help with one one one-off task that you are stuck on or something like that it can make a big difference in decluttering your time and your mind so I think if we move on to marketing a bit because shiny object syndrome is huge in marketing um, because there are so many things that you could be doing there is an endless list of possibilities and options when it comes to marketing and A very, very main one is social media. And a very easy way for that to start to feel cluttered is if you're trying to be on every platform because of that thought of, oh, but what if I even get one sale from that platform, then it will be worth it. But that thought can actually potentially be holding you back. So social media is a huge place that can lead to feeling quite cluttered. Yeah, isn't it, Justin? Again, you know, we always try and speak from experience and it's experience that we've had ourselves. It's experience that we talk to a lot of our clients about when we're 
when we start working with them is hang on a minute why have you got a twitter account that you haven't posted on for 12 years you know like it is just for sure (laughs) someone randomly sends a dm Um, but yeah no it's just for sure one of those energy drainers um but instead of spreading yourself thinly over multiple platforms and you know perhaps often like we said just posting the same to all of them and then closing the apps you're going to be far better to choose a couple that align better with your target audience and focus on maximizing your impact on them and your presence so not just your content but also being on them being absolutely intentional with your content and your engagement on them, tailoring your posts to suit that platform and just really building community in those relevant places is so it's going to get you so much more success and make you feel loads better about your your workload of social media. <laughs> it is in a lot of ways that, you know, classic case of quality over quantity with where you show up on social media um, and we're talking about obviously which platforms you're on. So let's say, for example, you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok, but you're kind of half assing them all. You're probably not going to get that many customers from Facebook with a half hearted Facebook post once a fortnight. You would be better taking that platform off your plate if it's not working for you and going double the effort on your Instagram, for example. And that's a generalized example because. You know, I don't know what business you are in and what platforms you should be on. That's completely unique to to your business. And you would need to work out where your customers are. But hopefully you can get what I'm saying there. You want to be on the platforms that are going to generate for you the most conversation, the most interaction and the most conversion as well. It's better to be excellent on one or two platforms than average on all of them. And some businesses may need to be in more places than others, depending on their audience and their products or services. But it's far, far more better. That was bad English there, wasn't it? More better. Um, But it's far better to be excellent at where you are than anywhere that you don't need to be. Oh, yeah. So, so true. And yeah, like we said, see it a lot. It's it's scary to close an account because you feel like you might be missing some customers. But it's also easy to think, oh, I might as, you know, well, just keep the page open because someone might contact me on there exactly like you said, you know, one DM in four years. But actually, it's just going to drain your energy and capacity trying to be everywhere. Um, And just remember, it's not necessarily permanent. Social media moves that quick. Who the hell knows what's coming next? Who knows if Facebook's going to be around in the next couple of years? Who knows if TikTok is? Who knows what's next? Like, we just don't know. And we actually um, closed our LinkedIn accounts when we started Zebra because we weren't using them as much and they weren't feeling like the right place for us to hang out or where we needed to be at that point in our business. Since then, as we've mentioned, Zebra's evolved as it should have done. And we've recently rejoined LinkedIn and now we're loving it again. We're on there. We're, you know, using it as well for as much as our own personal development as we are posting ourselves. And we know that that's our purpose. We now have a purpose for being on that platform. We couldn't figure that out before. So we didn't have it. Best decision ever. Best decision also now going back to it. Yeah, I think that's key, isn't it? When you know your purpose for being somewhere. If you honestly can't answer the question with you know a a clear answer of why am I on this platform 
what do I want to get from this platform? You need to try and work out what that is, what the answers to those are. You know, if you have wherever you are right now, if you write them down on a big piece of paper, for example, and just try and think of why am I on here? Do I like being on here? Are my customers on here? What's my purpose for being on here? You know, just try and think about all of those things really and come up with what your purpose is on each platform to try and identify maybe where you do or don't need to be. And that will be led by your customers and where they are. But another area where we see entrepreneurs getting caught up wasting time is just attending heaps of meetings and events. And like we said, it's so, so easily done. Um, but you do not need to be physically in all of the places, just like you don't need to be online in all of the places. And it's really important to evaluate the value and impact of each invitation that you get before committing to it. And we're not saying don't go out, don't go and have nice times, don't go and have lovely business lunches. Oh my gosh, nothing like that. But just evaluate your time from a time management perspective and also from a perspective of what the value of that event is and what you hope to get out of it, what your purpose for being there would be. Think about, will this event help my business to grow? Will this event or, you know, meeting connect me with valuable contacts? Will it put me in front of the right audience for me? Because saying no to certain opportunities allows you to say yes to the right ones as well. And one thing I think we would say as well is, a couple of hours of quality time with an existing client might actually prove to be more beneficial in building relationships than a morning at a networking event that's not really relevant to you. So don't neglect your past and current customers in being so constantly on the search for new ones that you're dotting about here, there and everywhere. And spreading yourself, quite frankly, just too thinly, because that can be so easily done as well. And yeah, I mean, that's so true, because we all know, and I'm sure you guys too, just how fast time goes. Like, we're on, it's like October already. Like, how is this happening? You know, so the year has gone so fast already. Time goes so fast. Weeks go by so quickly that actually it could be easily a few weeks before you even check back in with a client or previous customer or it could even be a year since a customer bought from you that you just need to remind them that there is an opportunity to buy from you again you know so it is about that nurturing those customers as well you know and being effective with that rather than just constantly being hungry for more and that's I think that's when you can get really caught up in oh I should be everywhere because I'm just hungry for more but actually I'm not nurturing my my existing audience um, That's so true because there are so many events out there um you know just just be be more picky only go to ones that you really want to go to and that are going to be beneficial it's that meetings for meetings sake as well you know sometimes just saying no to a meeting that you know actually isn't going to have much takeaway or need you to be there you can just be able to push back and say can you just give me the you know t- key takeaways of that meeting I actually can't join on this occasion and get some key takeaways from it like that's okay to do you can push back definitely and for each you know hour or two that you're not at an event or meeting that you don't need to be at you can use that to really focus that time to really focus your efforts on the marketing platforms you really need to be on or you know whatever it is that you do as your strengths in your business 
yeah and this decluttering could also help you spark new product or service ideas or whatever so it's so needed and so necessary but yeah speaking in speaking of decluttering I think like not forgetting your personal and physical workspace because a cluttered environment can lead to such a cluttered mind and cluttered thoughts and again that reduced productivity um and if it's cluttered, you're going to be spending all day looking at unfinished things. And so there's actually a lot of like psychological reasons for doing this. And that's because if you're looking at unfinished things and constant stuff to do or sort out, then actually it's going to impact your productivity. So for optimal performance, create that optimal workspace. Make sure it's one that suits you. It sparks your creativity. It inspires you. Like we'll never, ever work in a yucky corporate style space that would hinder us because it would hinder us and not inspire us. You know, and it can you can find places that are going to still be full of your personality, but just not clutter. So when your workspace is clean and clutter free, it has a positive impact on your mindset and it helps you to focus on those tasks you need to get done because we have tasks we have to do. So creating that you know, efficient systems, implementing storage solutions, whatever it might be, putting the nice candle, what I don't know, whatever it is that's personal to you, make sure that you only keep what's necessary in your workspace that's going to create that inspirational and productive environment. Yeah, I totally agree on storage solutions. Um, I added a bookcase into my home office a while ago and it sounds like such a small thing, but being able to see the books that inspire me from a business perspective neatly on the shelf is so much better for me than them just being in a pile on the desk or whatever, because it also means that I pick them up regularly because they're neatly visible and handy. I pick them up, I look through them and that sparks creativity. So it sounds such a simple thing to do, but I'm sure you don't need us to tell you, you know, how to tidy your work area because, you know, it it makes complete sense from a mindset perspective that a clearer space leads to a clearer mind. And especially if you are, you know, in a in a role where you you do attend meetings and events, um, carefully chosen ones, but where you do attend them, you're out and about, you're getting back, you you want that space to debrief and to take on what you've absorbed and what you've learned from these events and things like that and you know when you're looking at social media and feeling like you need to be everywhere if you're then looking at you know the space where your laptop is in that also has loads of stuff that needs to be looked at and sorted it can just all lead to feeling quite overwhelming um but decluttering your business it's not a one-time task um it is an ongoing thing just Try and regularly reassess and realign to make sure that you're making choices that have the most positive impact on you as a person and on your business. So in all of those areas as well. Yeah, gosh, yeah. And just refocusing your efforts and where your attention goes means you're, you know, you're not only going to spend more time on things that are right for you, hanging out in the right places, doing the right things. But also you're going to, you know, it's things when it 
your money when it comes to investing this decluttering exercise helps with that too because it could be you've got some rolling subscription you've never used for something it could be that you know you have been outsourcing something and it's not working and you need to move it but you just haven't got around to doing it it's an exercise that will also free up potential money or free up time which you can reinvest and do things with your business definitely I mean we've seen businesses in the past spending quite a lot of money on articles in publications or for advertisements in places or spending on social media platforms that they're not really getting any real benefit from being on or being a part of because their customers are not there um so if you work through all areas of your marketing efforts and where your time is going and just challenge yourself as to what benefits you're actually seeing from them all so write down you know the tasks that you do the places that you are with your marketing the social media platforms you're on and anywhere else that you put yourself and just try and write down what benefit am I getting from this place when was the last time this place led to an inquiry do I get most customers from here or there or you know how much of my energy does this drain and for what reward so if you do that and you know you really don't know where you need to be which is absolutely fine because it can feel a bit like you know um you know there's so many possibilities and it can be hard to know where you should put yourself but we would suggest it's then time to revisit who your customer is so if you're not too sure whether your customers are on instagram for example or facebook or tiktok or linkedin or or whatever it might be or whether they're reading certain publications or whatever have a think about who exactly your customer is again and just go back to that foundation because it will be them that lead your marketing really and guide you as to where to be. Yeah, I mean, there's probably not a VIP day we do where we don't say, let's go back to that ideal client. Let's talk about who they are. Let's talk about where they're hanging out. Let's talk about why they'd buy from you. So it is so important to focus on. But um and also just a really quick example of you mentioned like those publications and advertisements. That's like one of those reoccurring fees that um I actually spoke to a client about um I don't know a week or so ago. It, they'd been advertising in a publication for two years and they had no data on whether or not that had done anything for them. Like don't get me wrong, it's a very, very, very relevant publication for their industry, but I was like, what are you doing to track that? How could you change? You've used the same artwork for two years. <laughs> like switch up your artwork, include maybe like a QR code, include maybe a giveaway way that you're redirecting them to your website for input in their email address. Make that advert or publication, whatever, work harder for you and get data from it. So it's even things like that. That's a way of decluttering in an essence, because it was like, well, actually, guys, you might run that article now for another six months or another three months, collect data and go, that's really not working. Let's not do it anymore. And it saves us a grand or it might save you three grand or you might decide, gosh, that's working really well for us. Let's see if there are similar publications we could be using. So I just wanted to chuck that in there because it's it's so relevant to decluttering as well. Yeah. Um, I, I think as well, if we think of social media, if you, I guess a bit of a red flag as to whether you should be somewhere or not is whether you feel like at the moment there's a platform that's just not working for you. Because I think it would be quite, what we've seen sometimes is someone might think, um, Facebook isn't working for me. I'm not getting any customers or inquiries or website clicks from Facebook. I'll run an advert on there. 
then they'll, you know, perhaps they will have set up an advert and they're still getting no traffic or inquiries or whatever it is. And then it's easy to think that the platform is not working for you. But actually, if you if you are trying to force it to work for you, it may actually be that it's just that your customers aren't on there. And no matter what you do, your customers are not on there. Um, so it's just really bringing it back to to that, isn't it? And being careful and selective with where you where you put yourself and challenging things as well, you know, challenging, right, is this working for me? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, um, we actually have a, um, I think a podcast coming up, um, correct me if I'm wrong, it could be a, a Friday Thoughts email, but about what, is it actually the platform that's dead or is it my content that's dead? So watch out for that because that also will help with this exercise. But um, yeah, for sure. We love, you know, helping businesses declutter and it sounds really like, you know, what, that's what you guys do, but oh my God, it's so important and it's so needed and it's a way to push your business forward and grow as well. Um, so if you feel like you're spreading yourself too thinly right now, we'd love to have a chat. Like I said, VIP days are a great way to do this. Um, but yeah, or join our Facebook groups. We talk a lot about different ways of decluttering and all those sorts of things with like-minded business owners, but, um, but yeah, all that will be in the show notes. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Very relevant going into autumn. So we'll see you next time. Yeah, go and go and check your diaries. Have a look at what events you're booked into and whether you whether you need to uh, do a bit of shuffling. <laughs> all right. See you next time.